three. We're back. You guys, we're doing these back to back. We're not taking a break, but this information is so important. I want to talk a little bit in this particular series or videos, not the series, but a video. Um, do you build a prototype for every idea you have or do you do a storyboard? What is the process? Because you're a professional at this. You've been licensing ideas throughout your whole career. How much effort do you put in every one of your ideas? Uh, I go through, uh, I have since the start have developed prototypes and, uh, you know, through the years, the, the good news is that now, uh, I have, uh, the top people, the top model makers, the top artists, the top that, uh, you know, mechanical engineers, the top people everywhere within the industry that I call to make a prototype. And, you know, when I first started, I knew no one. And uh, uh, I made a mistake. I hired somebody to make a pattern for me. I didn't do a work for hire agreement. I didn't understand that. And that came back to cause me some problems. But we fortunately, you know, got out of that. And, and from that day forward, I've learned that you have to have a work for hire agreement with anybody that does work for you to protect your idea, your ownership of the idea. And, and the secondary thing is, if you try to save money, by hiring somebody who's less expensive. There's a reason they're less expensive. And uh, I found that hiring the top person that may charge me 150 or $200 an hour is actually less expensive than hiring somebody that's not that good. And they take longer and the product you sample you get is not that good, where when you hire the top person that has a record and has been doing it for years, mm -hmm. they get it done quicker and cheaper and better, uh, you know, to you uh, uh, in the process. You know, I have a, a plush designer I work with. She's been in the industry forever and she knows how to put the plush together in a way to make it cost effective from a manufacturing standpoint for the company versus uh, uh, a designer or, or a pattern maker that just makes a pattern to look like something. This other lady I work with knows everything about, she can, uh, I'm trying to think of what the term is, she can you know, give you the package that's the turnover package so when they, they get it inside of the company, they know what to do with it. Very, very, very smart to be ready and uh, have a spec so they can take it over to the Far East and they don't have to redesign it for production to get the cost down. Now, let's talk about intellectual property, right? Do you want to, do you patent everything you do? Is that important? No, but I do uh, seek out protection on everything that I do. Uh, you know, the first thing I ever did with pound puppies was, and I don't know why I did it, I just thought it was the thing to do. I met with an intellectual property attorney in Cincinnati and uh, shared with him what the idea was and told him that, that you know, his puppies are going to be in a, uh, a box. They're going to come from the pound. You're going to adopt them and you're going to bring them home. And he looked across the desk at me and he says, you can't own an idea. And it's, it's funny. I, I, I sat there, you know, kind of dumbfounded. And, and when I say that in, in the talks that I give to groups and stuff, there's dead silence in the room until I tell him what he said next. He said, you can own copyrights, trademarks and patents, but you can't own an idea. And once you own them, you can, you know, then you have your protection and you can, uh, uh, you know, then at that point go out and offer them. I, I remember a lady called me once to ask me a question. Uh, she says, uh, I've got this great toy idea. 
and I've got it protected, and I've called Hasbro, and they're willing to look at it, which is, wow, uh, you know, when you're not known in the industry. And she said, uh, they want me to sign their non-disclosure agreement, and my attorney says not to sign it. And I said, okay, so what's your question to me? Well, how am I going to get it in to them and show it to them? And I said, you're going to have to sign their non-disclosure agreement. And she says, yeah, but my attorney, I said, they're not going to look at it. They are not out there to steal from you. They are out there to protect themselves. I said, I want you to think about this scenario for just a moment. So you go in there, this little housewife who's come up with this great toy idea for kids, and you present it to them. So then what your attorney is suggesting that when you walk out of the room, they're going to say, this is a great idea. How can we steal it from this woman and not pay her a royalty? And I said, think about that for a moment. That's kind of ridiculous. And I said, uh, but Hasbro has seen a thousand concepts, maybe 900 are in some form or fashion close to what you're showing. Not exactly, but they love yours. And, and they just want to have protection. If they see another one that comes out later on, that might be have one component that's similar to yours that you don't come back and say, oh, you've stolen my idea and done this. So uh, the, the protection that you have with your copyrights and trademarks are what protect your patents, that protect you with it. Um, uh, I know that, although I don't have done them, I know there are ways that they can file patents uh, that protect you over a period of time until it is patented and uh, uh, and doing that. So uh, I, two things I tell people, protect your concept by first meeting with an attorney. And the other thing that that does for you is, um, uh, you know, I met with an attorney in January of 1984 and he created, you know, this file and it was on record what my idea was, all the components of it. And then later on, when I had a little bit of a problem uh, with a copyright issue for someone that worked for me, uh, they tried to claim that they had really come up with the name and all these other things. And uh, because I had met with him before, that argument kind of went away real quickly. So I tell everybody that's the first thing I would do with an idea. So... For most ideas, sometimes you can patent those or maybe a provisional patent application, but your value with Pound Puppies was really the name, wasn't it, Mike? Yes, it was. And uh, back when I did it in 1984, uh, you had to sell in interstate commerce before you could get your trademark. Now, I'm a factory worker, and I'm sitting there and I said, what do you mean selling interstate commerce? He said, well, you have to sell your product in another state, and when they send a a check to you, then you can file to register your trademark. Well, I'm a factory worker. How am I going to do that? So that's what drove me to make the prototypes, and I was living in Ohio, and then I drove over to Indiana and found a nice Nashville, Indiana, a nice little hometown. I found a gift shop, got a lady to take the found puppies, Uh, sell them and just send me 50% of it, and I just need you to mail a check to me in Ohio, and she did, and we filed for our trademark. The reason I tell that story is it's so much easier nowadays because you don't have to do that. You can file what's called an intent to use, and it protects your 
uh, name until you uh, have an opportunity to see if it's even going to go somewhere or or whether you're going to be able to place it. And it's much easier nowadays to protect your uh, trademark than it was many years ago. Mike, I want to thank you so much because you, you told so many stories here. Number one, you can do it. You have to overcome obstacles, which you did. You talked about building relationships with companies and being fair and being a teamwork. You talked about getting a lot of rejections, but you pushed through because you truly believed in it. You talked about protecting things that was smart when you're starting out. You really gave all of it to us. I cannot thank you enough for, for this interview. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity. I mean that sincerely, because that's my goal in life now is to share with other people and, uh, and hopefully uh, spark them to uh, uh, pursue their ideas. That's really important to me at this point. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you.